Are you ready for your weekly dose of inspiration and advice from experts in the counseling field? Well, welcome to Virtual LPC, the show that encourages mental health professionals to increase prosperity by creating a thriving counseling practice. And now for your host, he's a licensed professional counselor and has a black belt in keeping it real, Matt Beards. Hey y'all, welcome back to Virtual LPC Podcast, episode number six. Today we are talking with Miranda Palmer of Zenimi. If you listen to some of the earlier podcasts, you have heard from her partner in crime, Kelly Higdon, in episode one. Both Miranda and Kelly are the co-owners of Zenimi, and that's Z-Y-N-N-Y-M-E dot com. And they're doing lots of, of really neat things right now, helping counselors through free webinars and free resources. And you can also join some of the different groups that they're involved with. And Miranda is going to talk to you a little bit about not just the business that she runs, but how she grew this business and how she's come to be such a, a force in, in counseling right now. So I hope you enjoy the episode. Take care. Welcome back, everybody, to Virtual LPC Podcast. Today, we have Miranda Palmer with us. Thank you for joining us today, Miranda. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for inviting me. This is going to be really fun. Well, I was going to tell you, I was blessed to have my very first podcast experience to be with your with your partner in crime, Kelly. <laughs> Isn't she fantastic? She is wonderful, and, and uh, she she uh, grinned and bared it with me through the through the first episode. So I, I hope it all went well. It seemed like we had a good time, and it was a, it was a positive experience. But she was my my lucky soul to be the first one out. So hopefully. Uh, Hopefully we've we've gotten a few improvements along the way, but it was it was really cool meeting her. <laughs> oh, she's a great great human. I feel really lucky and blessed to have met her and have, be able to hang out with her, <laughs> even in the virtual world. And and I know one of the things that we're going to talk about today is a lot of the the projects you guys are working on. So I I can't wait to hear about you know your perspective of of these projects and and even the things that probably are happening since since I talked to Kelly. Yeah, for sure. So when we get started, the first thing I always like to to do is is share an inspirational quote, something that keeps you motivated uh, to work in in the field of counseling. I think the two things that are more of a mindset than a specific quote for me, um, one is that like everybody has a story and that if you look at people's behavior and choices in the context of our, of their stories, they often like that's where it makes sense. That's where you get the empathy to connect in with people. Um, and so that's always been really important to me in therapy. And then the other mindset piece is just to keep going, um, that it's always easier to make progress and to get to the end point as long as you just don't stop. Keep the momentum, <laughs> even when it's hard. Um, as long as you keep the momentum, you're going to get where you're supposed to go. Yeah, and that's one of those things that uh, that I think we, we try to focus on a lot is when when the momentum gets going and we feel good, but then when we hit those bumps in the road, how do we, how do we push forward? It's so easy to quit. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's so easy to have the mindset of, um, of quitting or even to plan to quit. Um, 
Kelly had asked me this morning when I posted to the group saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe I can't think of a quote this morning. <laughs> like, I feel silly. And um, she had asked me, like, I do um, obstacle course races and, and Spartan races. I've done several of them. And some of them are, you know, 14 miles. And one of them was like 14 miles through a hailstorm and I injured myself and <laughs> all oh these silly God. things. And, you know, she was so funny. She said, what do you tell yourself? You know, what is it? And I said, well, I just keep going. Like, there's not there's not a mental option to stop. And I had um, invited a cousin and my aunt to go and do this. And my aunt um, was is over fifty, and she was telling me beforehand, um, "I'm I'm going to do it, but I'm only going to do part of it. I'm just going to go ahead and stop um, when I'm when I'm ready to stop. I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to stop." She had planned to fail before she started doing it, and when she and I had kind of like try to tell her like it's okay just it's we're gonna go slow we're gonna go at our pace like we don't have to go fast we're not gonna be sprinting through this 14 mile beast of a of a thing um and when we got done she was just like in utter shock she's like it was like it opened something up in her and she realized how often she really makes limitations on herself um, based on her press experience or based on her age or based on all these other things. She decides beforehand that like she's not going to complete it when she's really quite capable. And so it's really fun. Now she's trying to like get me to sign up for Ruck, um, like Go Rucks, which are these like all night military inspired suck fests. And I'm going like, I don't want to do that. I could, but I don't want to. Um, and so it's just so funny to see how it did this just kind of open something up in her. You know, when I hear having to do something for 14 miles, I I have to say I'm, I'm a little, uh, uh, I'm a little on, on the side of the fence of, yeah, I'm not doing it either. So, <laughs> so, yeah. You I'm, know what? It's funny because it's, but if somebody said like, hey, let's go spend the day hiking and playing and, and being silly and just like meeting people, you'd probably say yes, mm -hmm. you know, and that's really what it is. It's always in the perspective and having done them before, that was my perspective is like, oh, we're just going to go and hang out and have fun and, you know, bring sunscreen. It's just a really long hike that happens to be punctuated with things like trying to climb ropes and, you know, climbing through the mud <laughs> and fun silly stuff and you prepare for that and you go this is going to be awesome and it is it's just really fun so it's always in the perspective right absolutely yeah it's a really really good point that it's you know whatever whatever perspective we choose to take to any uh obstacle or anything that's in front of us it's still our choice on how we want to see it we can make it fun we can make it challenging or we can make it terrible and something that that's just not worth doing at all exactly well, that's uh, so I appreciate you sharing that. I think that's a great one. Um, let's, and I know we, we want to cover, you know, some of the things that you're doing right now and, and all of the different uh, projects you guys are working on. So maybe it would help to just start with, with sharing what are some of the, the current business and projects and all the different things that you guys have got going right now? Yeah. So it's actually a really fun time to talk right now because we are midway through our two-week business school boot camp for therapists, and it is just such a fun time. We only do this um, twice a year, and we've got about 200 therapists going through this process of digging deep into who they are as a therapist, 
um, what they're really good at, getting clear on who they really want to work with and how to articulate what they're passionate about. And um, it's every day I'm logging into our private community group and seeing people making these huge mental and emotional transformations. Um, And so it's just super, (laughs) super awesome. Um, It's one of those things like the first three days of the boot camp. every time someone said something awesome, I was like, hey, can I share that, you know, anonymously or what have you? And then by like day five, I'm like, I can't, there's not room to share all the awesome that's going on (laughs) because it's just again and again and again, these huge mindset shifts when you bring people together with a shared goal and you give them some support and encouragement and a safe space to do it. It's just so freaking cool to see what happens. So it's been really, really awesome. Although I've been like horribly sick for two weeks. (laughs) If this had been last week, I would have had to cancel. It was so bad. So it's been also really interesting to realize that you can do something awesome even when you feel terrible. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. And then uh, the next thing that we're working on, um, we have the most awesome conference for therapists um, upcoming. We've got about, it's about half filled right now. And it's just been, and it filled within like that half filled or whatever was it within like four days. Yeah. <laughs> it was so oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and it's just been really interesting um, because we're kind of co-creating it with the people that are signing up and making sure it's exactly what people want it to be and finding out funny little things. Like I'm not a coffee drinker. Um, Like I love kombucha and some other like silly hippie kind of things or what have you, but I just don't drink coffee. It's not something that is, um, is important to me. And so we said something and all of a sudden we realized, oh, coffee's really important to the people coming. (laughs) And we had not appropriately budgeted. I was like, oh, we'll pick up some coffee at Starbucks, you know, a couple of carafes. And we're like, oh, that is not going to cut it for this group of people. This, These are people who are passionate um, about caffeination. So <laughs> it's so interesting how much, you know, we're learning doing something that's new and out of the box for us and also new and out of the box for the people doing it because no one's ever done something like this before. Yeah. And so it's so interesting to be doing it and not have really people that you can say, how do, how do you do this exactly? Because no one's done this before. I, I agree. When I heard Kelly talk about the, the most awesome conference, I thought that, you know, that's, that's perfect. And I was telling her that I would definitely, my plan is to budget the money out between now and next year so that I can be there and enjoy it in California myself. Because it sounds like a really, just a really good time, but also very tangible, real skills that you can take and go home and apply to your own business. Exactly. And that's one of the places, too, we're scheduling, you know, getting nitty gritty on, okay, so exactly how are we going to work the schedule based on all the feedback we're getting from people and always going back to, oh, well, what if we rotated people through these 30 minute classes on these different topics? Cause they're going to want to learn about all of these different things. And we had to keep coming back to, but can they 
implement something in 30 minutes? Can they get it done, put it on their website and have it finished? Mm -hmm. Because if they can't, then maybe part of what we're we're really focusing on is that you have to make choices in your business. And so you're going to choose either to maybe you're going to be doing video blogging or you're going to choose to do podcasting. And those are two different routes. And they you're either going to walk away with video blogs or you're going to walk away with a podcast, but you're not going to try to spread yourself in every single direction because you can't keep that up, you know? And so it's interesting how even planning for the conference mirrors what happens in our own businesses and that the choices we're going to be asking people to make um, during the conference to really narrow in and go, what is the best use of my time and how can I get this done without getting distracted by the shiny object syndrome? That'd be cool. That'd be cool too. (laughs) So all of it will be there and available for them to dig into and make progress and come away with something really finished and tangible, but they're going to have to sit down and go, okay, yes, I'm going to do this one thing and I'm going to do it really well. Um, Joe Sanok, um, another uh, podcaster out there, um, he's obsessed with this book called The One Thing. Oh, but I don't remember who the um, author is, but just really focusing in on not trying to make progress in you know, bit by bit and um, inch by inch in a hundred different directions, but really going full board in one direction and making exemplary (laughs) progress and having extraordinary results. Um, We just really want to model that and show people how cool it is and see how they can, how freeing themselves up by getting stuff done actually gives them more options um, than trying to make progress in all these little areas. And Miranda, would you say that's probably one of the biggest struggles that, that you find with getting people to jump on board is the idea of, of picking a niche, picking a small, uh, one specific thing and saying, I'm going to do this really well. It's, it's really stressful. Um, there have been tears shed <laughs> over this idea of niching in our boot camp. Uh, one person this morning um, said that she's she's finally transitioned past the place of yelling expletives. <laughs> it's starting to <laughs> try, starting to coalesce. And I was telling her like, oh my gosh, we're going to put that in the checklist for next time. Like first, argue with yourself and say that Kelly and Miranda are completely wrong about this. Second, shout expletives third berate yourself for not being good enough then fourth do this and then like okay now you can develop your niche niche because that's usually the like process that people go through is it's a lot of struggle and I think it's it's two main things one is that fear of not being good enough and the second one actually ties into that same fear which is that if I say just one thing then people are going to look at that and decide it's not good enough or it's not right for them. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to reject me, right? It always comes back to that like core stuff with us. And that's why it's so hard. And as therapists, we don't want to own that. (laughs) You know, (laughs) we want to say that like, well, no, I just want to make sure that I'm really available for the community. And, you know, people are hurting out there. So I need to be as broad and welcoming as possible. But Again, that same place, you know, if you try to speak to everyone, you will speak to no one. Mm -hmm. Um, People want to be heard. They want to be understood. You wouldn't sit 
for 20 minutes at the beginning of an intake session with someone and say, here are all the things I can do for you. You get to know that person and you hear what they're really needing and then you tailor your conversation to their particular needs. And that's what we need to do in the online world is we need to tailor that conversation or that text and articulate that ability to empathize with that one particular need. And even if you want a general practice, you want to reach out to several of those things, then you can do that. But you need to do that on separate pages on your website where each page really shows that you can hear them and you can support them. I think that's great. I really like the the, the statement, if you try to speak to everyone, you speak to no one. And I, I thought that was, that just sums it up perfectly. Mm-hmm. So lots of really cool things going on right now, especially with the boot camp and, and the upcoming Most Awesome Conference. Absolutely. When preparing for all these things and when and when making these steps into new adventures and parts of your career that, that are really kind of a step in the unknown, did you have any any setbacks or obstacles that you experienced along the way that might be good to share with our listeners? Oh my gosh, we've had so many <laughs> setbacks. Um, even with the boot camp, um, we've had more technical struggles um, than we've ever had. And it's kind of been a funny experience. We got a lot of direction after our first boot camp that we should upgrade our systems and that we needed a, a better program to run things. And this wasn't necessarily from our clients. It was from other business coaches and consultants. And so we, you know, got onto this big name um, uh, contact management and marketing, supposed to streamline everything. And it's just been like a complete nightmare. We've spent like, oh, I don't know, $10,000 plus yeah. um, to have a, you know, just have this whole process oh gosh, just one thing after another. And then even uh, after that, we came up with a new system kind of sorta and got this new plugin and moved our, our bootcamp system over to that. And we were sitting on Saturday before the bootcamp started on Monday with things not working and information just deleting oh <laughs> from the system. And so we're on the phone with like the the maker of it and then the person who's this big name um, person is calling us on a Saturday morning and we're just sitting there going like oh my gosh this starts on Monday we have a hundred new people who signed up for this and who invested heavily in this like we can't have things just disappearing (laughs) what are we gonna do Um, and so it was just one of those moments and yet it was such a great opportunity Um, we ended up having this they took care of it. They had great customer service. The plugin that we had, um, that we're using, um, we got a great opportunity to talk with a huge name in the marketing field and who offered us some, um, additional consulting after bootcamp is over. Um, and so it was a horrible timing, but at the same time, you know, it's fine and everything's been great. We've pretty much rolled through bootcamp rollout with very few technical issues and snags and everything's been resolved really quickly. So it's been great, but, Oh, I tell you what, we were like, there was some expletives flying, um, (laughs) (laughs) you know, Saturday morning. Well, you know, Miranda, you, you probably brought up the, the three biggest obstacles that, that probably we all face in, in whatever new thing that we're trying. And that's uh, financial, 
technical and timing. Uh, and, and so you kind of hit all three of them with, with getting the boot camp going that, that there's, there's so many different things that can get in your way. And it could just be as simple as money. It could be that there's technical issues because you know, most of us counselors don't, don't really translate well into the technical world. We really have to relearn all that. But, you know, some people are really good at it. I guess I should say I'm not really good at that. And so <laughs> the technical stuff is, is definitely a challenge for a lot of us. And then timing, you know, we get so busy doing other things and trying to figure out how to make fit it all in. And, and it, it just can become over, overwhelming and, and makes it easy to talk yourself out of it. But at the end of the day, you know, it all, it all seems to find its way to work out, right, if we just push through. It, that's the thing is that you have to just keep moving through it. And if we had decided at any point to stop doing this because it was hard, there would have been hundreds of therapists who wouldn't have gotten what they needed and who wouldn't be experiencing really deep transformation right now. I think that's the the other piece too, is like keeping in mind that people really need you. You know, there are more people in this world who are hurting and who need what we provide as therapists mm -hmm. than we can possibly like support and take care of. And there are so many therapists out there who've got it in their mind that there's only a few clients out there and there's only a few clients who can, who can pay or who can support what they're doing. And it's just not true. People really want and need us. We just have to make it easy for them to find us and to help them understand what therapy actually is. That's it. All right, create the find ways to create that connection to to where they they see the benefits, and uh, yeah, there's there's definitely enough business to to fill everybody's schedule. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And, and another takeaway that I got from what you just said is the idea that when when you are accountable to others, it makes it much more likely that you'll follow through because you yes. have these hundred therapists, these new people waiting and trusting that this information is going to be here, you couldn't turn back or you could, but you knew that it was, it was, it, it wasn't really an option because all these other people rely on you. If there was zero people relying on you to follow through, how much easier would it have been to just say, all right, I'm done. That didn't work. Let's try something else. Exactly. And that's why we, um, we really encourage therapists when they want to do something big and bold and something with a group of people, we encourage them to get the group of people together first, um, you know, get a vision for what you want to create, you know, kind of outline it, but then get people together and have those people waiting for you and then put the implementation in and, and work through the technical stuff. Because if you try to iron out every little technical thing and get everything just looking perfect, um, by the time you do that, you'll just be so exhausted and so frustrated in the process. You won't want to market. You won't want to share it with the world. And, you know, not everybody believes that, but we definitely do. That's how we're able to do big things in a massive way is because we get the people pulled together. We really ensure that we understand what they really need. And then it also allows us to tweak it as we do it so that we make sure we're doing exactly the right thing. Like the boot camp is a great example. If we had created it completely before offering it the first time, we would have created it with one to two hour 
training modules each day. But when we were going through the process of getting everybody connected in and we were outlining what we wanted to include, I did a couple of like little training videos that were like five or 10 minutes just mm-hmm. to say like, hey, here's some cool stuff you can do while, while you're waiting before boot camp starts in March. And people said, oh my gosh, I love these short videos. This is perfect. I can really take this in. And so we then asked them, hey, would you rather have like one long video or lots of short videos? And they said short videos, like over, <laughs> like all the way short videos, because then I feel like I can really take the information in. And so it was this great example of, yes, the information was the same. It wasn't different than what we were planning to do. But the way we delivered it tweaked based on getting really great feedback from our audience. And then we didn't have to re-record it. We just had to record it in this new way and format. Absolutely. Yeah. De- develop the audience. And then when you have the audience, you learn what it is that they that they really want. And then you create it as you go uh, yes. instead of trying to guess. Exactly. So, you know, with, with creating all these benefits for counselors and developing programs that really help them find their niche, uh, it, it takes me to that next question I always like to ask, which is, you know, going back, think back to the beginning when you first started to enter the, the counseling field. Is there one piece of advice or one thing that you wish somebody would have told you or taught you as you as you started uh, this this career that would have really helped you impact your success? I really wish someone had told me how powerful it is to create a really great supportive network of people. Um, No one really told me that I had to figure it out for myself. It was a real struggle to put people together um, at that time. And it is the best thing that I've ever done for myself and for other people is just to connect like-minded people and to realize that when you try to connect with someone who's not like-minded, who is, who's negative or burnt out or whatever else that you just move forward and keep drawing to you the other people who, you know, have the same vision for how great the world can be. Um, Just keep drawing those people to you. And that's what will keep you moving and give you the support when you do feel like throwing in the towel. (laughs) That's such great advice. I mean, so many of us find ourselves on our own little island, especially in private practice. And and we forget that that it's those personal connections with other people in our profession that really allow us to uh, stay the course, overcome obstacles, get good feedback, and help drive us and keep us motivated. So yeah, that's that's really good advice. And and we don't really hear that kind of stuff when we start. We we go out into the field, and unfortunately, when you go into the field, it seems like you take an agency job. Where you, if you encounter anybody willing to help you, it's typically somebody who's pretty burned out and and not real happy, and the feedback you're going to get about the profession isn't the best. So it's going to be skewed. Yeah. You know, I think that's the thing is it's going to be skewed to their particular experience, and when breaking out of that, you know, can be tough initially. We're going to jump into some, I want to make sure we cover, uh, we've got so much stuff, but I want to make sure we cover some some other things. One, I know we've talked a little bit. Is there anything else that you feel like, like, is there one thing that's got you most excited that you guys are working on right now? I think the 
the thing that I'm most excited about is the collaboration that we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it is for the most awesome conference, but sitting down with other people, um, you know, we got to spend a bunch of time with Joe Sanok over at the American Counseling Association, their annual conference, just to sit down and really dig in and get to know people and and seeing how you can bring people together. It's just the collaboration part of this has been so much fun um, for Kelly and I because we love working together. But, you know, <laughs> bringing in some some different blood in there has been really um, inspiring and I think is helping us to think bigger and um, dream bigger as well. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, it's one of the, the true benefits of, of going to conferences is to connect with other people and learn new things and try to figure out how to implement that stuff into your current work. So, mm-hmm. and, and Joe is, is a great guy. He was, he was kind enough to do an interview with me as well. So I was really, I was really lucky to talk with him and, and yeah, he's just an amazing guy who's got so many really cool things going on and not just the podcasting, but how the, the his new consultant, how to be a consultant. And yeah, I, I mean, I can't wait to watch that because that's, I'm going to, that's going to be a big thing. I, I, I'm really looking forward to it. We're going to jump in to do some, what we call the speed round, where we're just going to fire away some questions and, and get some, just some tangible stuff that people can, can take and, and maybe go, go look into themselves that, they can try to either help develop their practice or their own personal life. So first one is describe one wellness practice that you use daily to maintain your own mental health. Working out until I sweat with fun, with fun people who make me laugh. So not going to work out alone, but working out until you sweat with, with fun people who, who make the whole experience enjoyable. Exactly. That's great. What about a book? Is there a, is there a book that you recommend people in the mental health profession should should be reading right now? Creatures of a Day by Irvin Yalom. That's right. Didn't y'all interview him recently? We did. <laughs> we so did. I'm gonna kind of off off script. Just give me give me your thoughts on that. What? How was that? Uh, it was awesome. Uh, it was amazing. He, I think the. The little pieces of that that were so great is that he does his own thing. He has his own course. He is not as worried, I feel like, as the rest of us about therapy in this narrow, itty-bitty little box. But he's very concerned about being really excellent as a therapist. Um, and so I think it's so interesting. Even reading through the book, um, you'll notice that he's doing therapy with people who are his colleagues, you know? Oh, gosh, we can't do therapy with people who are colleagues. But he finds the balance of being able to be their therapist and also be their colleague and figuring out how to do that in a way that's not exploitive um, of his clients. So I just think it's so interesting. I feel like he uh, really made me think outside of the box about all the things that I've been told about what therapy is that feel like they're very liability focused and he is all about client focused. Um, And his big, you know, advice is get in a consultation group and get into psychotherapy, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. be on the other side of the couch and get really good feedback from a great group of peers. Um, And those are the things that are going to make you awesome as a therapist. I think that's, that's such wonderful ideas to to consider is is going through your own therapeutic process and 
making sure that you see it from the other side of the, the fence and, and continue to work to improve yourself as well. And if you can't buy into that idea, it's kind of odd to be in this field if you don't see the value in it from even even for yourself. Mm-hmm. So uh, internet and apps and all the technology, I know you guys do a, a lot of, of really cool things. Is there is there anything you recommend to us counselors that, that might be a really cool internet resource to use? Just one, just one. Um, or a so I'll, I'll do a couple. So sumome.com is super rad. Um, it's a great free um, a little plug-in app thing that works on any website uh, just about to give you really good information about who's visiting your site. Um, and then uh, Simple Practice is rocking for uh, billing software stuff. Um, it's absolutely great. Simple Practice. And it's like a it's like a billing software, mm-hmm. practice management um, software. So uh, if you are in solo practice, or even if you're planning on moving into a group practice, it's got everything you need. Um, it has the insurance billing, um, but I think it's fantastic um, if for cash pay practices. Mm. Um, it is easy peasy, fantastic, and then it has all the billing stuff if you want to do insurance, but. I think once therapists realize that um, private pay is something that's doable, you need to have a system in place that makes that easy. Absolutely, yeah, and and, and to have a software that that makes it simple and, and integrated into one place, perfect. Mm-hmm. And then Sumo exactly. Sumo Me, I, I, I use as well. I think it's really a cool thing, and I'll give a shout that it's, it's out of Texas with App Sumo, so that's cool too. Um, oh, I didn't realize they were in Texas. Now I have to take them off the list. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I be- yeah, but I believe that's where they're based out of. I hope I didn't just say a lie, but I think they're based out of Austin. You know, so much tech is, is moving to the Austin area right now. So it, it really is a cool site, and it's got list builders and all kinds of other things you can integrate into your website and see about traffic. So absolutely check it out. Uh, okay, so final question before we before we wrap up. If you were starting a brand new business today in the mental health field, what is the first thing you would do to get started? I would start blogging in my specialization and building a list of people, building that community. Excellent. So building, and would you say, is that building a list of uh, potential clients or, or, or other counselors who are also involved within that same specific niche or both? I would I would be building the community based on people who are really passionate about the work, and it would probably be more geared towards my my future customers mm-hmm. than referral sources. Okay, so so first thing, get the blog, start start putting information, good content, and developing that network of people. Yeah, awesome. So when we, as we wrap up, maybe if, if you could share with the listeners the best ways to get in contact with you, to find more information, to learn more about the conference or boot camp. Yeah. So um, one cool way that you can keep in touch and get to know everything that's going on is uh, pull out your smartphone and go into your app store and just type in uh, Me Z-Y-N-N-Y, M as in Mary, E. And uh, we have an app for both Android and for iPhone. And that'll help you keep um, up to date on all the cool things that we're doing because we do do a lot. Um, 
it's a little bit silly how much we do with um, blogging for Psych Central and being on different podcasts and doing all kinds of cool trainings all over the country. So, um, so pull out that app and get that downloaded, or you can go directly to our website, zinnyme.com. We've got over 10 hours of free training, how to set your fee, out of the box marketing, um, how to launch an ebook. I mean, just topic after topic that you can check out anytime. And then we also have a free live um, webinar every single month. And our next one, oh, I don't know when this is rolling out, but so just click on the events tab and you can see what's upcoming um, since I don't know when this is um, this is launching. Um, but a couple of the things that are coming up are how to build a list and also multiple streams of income, which are two hot topics with therapists, but lots of fun stuff. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, if, for anybody listening, go to the website, that's zinnyme.com, and there is just so much really cool stuff. And, and I'll just to throw this out there, my wife sent me a link, uh, I think it was last week, where she saw on Pinterest a link that somebody posted about how to develop a private practice. And it was one of y'all's blog posts. <laughs> and so she she didn't know I was talking to you guys or had any connection with y'all. And she sends me a link on Pinterest and says, hey, check this out. So... There's mm-hmm. there's such great content and and if you if you've never been on the site go check it out and so much of it is free which is just is just great I mean, it's awesome so definitely check out the website and um, you know is there an email or just just go to the website and that's the best way to get just in go to the here? website and everything is there um, you know you can always hook up with us on Twitter and everything but you mentioned like there's so much that's free. And honestly, it's because our 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 mission is to change from therapist being the number one worst and uh, number two worst paid master's degrees to have someone else take up that top spot and for us to start moving down. And the only way for us to create that mission is to put a lot of information out there for free and let therapists who don't have the money to invest in coaching or consulting, have some support and get some good information that they can implement right away and start shifting so that there's no barrier to people getting the information that they need. And then if people want to do more with us and come and hang out with us at the conference or do boot camp, that's great. But ultimately, for us to make our mission a reality, we have to put that information out there and we have to share it. And it just happens that it's really good business yeah. <laughs> to do that as well. But the the bigger picture, because lots of people don't, you know, they hide their information or they take it down. You only have 48 hours yeah. information or something like that. And we're just, we're not about that. We're about, look, let's make it easy. Go learn, implement, make a shift, make a change. And we get messages from therapists all the time who say, oh my gosh, I've totally changed. I'm making double my income just by doing your free stuff. Mm-hmm. Like this is amazing. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, again, it really, if, if you've never been to the website or anybody listening, go there right now and check it out. Tons of really good information. If you're interested in private practice, it's, it's a, it's the place to get started to learn how to do it. Uh, and, and just cause I have to ask now, I'm curious if, if it's the number counseling's number two with a master's, what's the worst paying master's job? Mm, no, um, uh, psychology is number one and social work is number two. Oh, so we got so they're both therapists. Yeah, we, we have get the, the top, top two spots. spots. 
yeah. Right. No, it's, it's both therapists. So <laughs> we need to move it down. We need someone else. I'm not sure what number three is because um, I just keep looking to see if we've oh. moved. Yeah. Number, number three is probably uh, people in education with master's degrees. It's probably all tied <laughs> into social services. Wow. Well, that's good motivation for everybody listening to hear that we need to get our profession, a master's level, highly trained profession, uh, much lower on the worst paid list. Uh, we want to we want to get on the higher paid list. We want to be up there with with doctors <laughs> and everyone else in 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 that medical profession. Yes. So. Oh, let's see. The number three is masters in music. <laughs> <laughs> so the only way to be worse paid is to be a musician. <laughs> uh, uh, that's you know that's that's a sad reality we're we're currently in, but. But again, that's what makes it so awesome. And what you guys are doing is, y'all. I, mean, I see you and and Joe Sanok and and these people that that are now out there developing content for counselors as the initial step for us to take to to get into the real game and to make this a real, uh, not only a profitable business but something where we we bring a lot of value to people's lives and are compensated appropriately. So. I, I can't thank you enough for the content you put out. Just, I mean, me speaking personally, I think it's great. Oh, thank you. So, uh, so wrap up, go check out Zennyme, Z-Y-N-N-Y-M-E.com. And Miss Miranda Palmer, thank you so much for joining us today here on Virtual LPC. We, we really appreciate you taking the time and, and sharing all of your insight with us. Oh, you are so welcome. I'm so glad you're doing this. We need more people like you. Um, out there sharing really good information and giving people hope and inspiration and direction. Well, well, thank you. I appreciate it. I hope to, I hope to continue to, to provide these resources and we definitely want you to come back at some point after your conference and tell us about, tell us about what that was like. I can't wait to hear. Sounds good. All right. Well, you take care. We'll talk soon. Hey guys, thanks again for tuning in to virtual LPC For more information about the podcast and the different things we're working on, check us out at virtuallpc.com. And also you can download our podcast through iTunes. And if you enjoy and you like what we're doing, please feel free to like us and show that you enjoy the podcast. We really appreciate all the positive feedback and we hope to see you again soon. Take care.